Greetings fellow tech seekers, Sean from Silicon Theory here, and this is Silicon Theory Radio. Wherever you are, thanks for listening, we appreciate you, and remember, as always, you want to favorite, subscribe, or follow us wherever you're getting this podcast to make sure that you get all of the podcasts. So today I want to talk a little bit about rumors. Rumors, rumors everywhere. My favorite uh, Toy Story meme, but the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL are going to be coming very, very soon, before we know it here in a couple months in October, and also some interesting developments about the Galaxy S10 and how it pertains to the Note 9. So the genesis of this was, I was talking to Sean P, and I said, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? What are you thinking about? What stories you got? Uh, Tell me something. And he started our conversation with, I may not buy the Note 9, which is completely ludicrous to me. Of course he's going to buy the Note 9. This is a foregone conclusion when Samsung said that after the Note 7 debacle, they were going to continue making Note devices. So of course he bought the Note 8, and of course when it comes out, he's going to buy the Note 9. When he told me that he wasn't going to buy the Note 9, I immediately uh, discounted and uh, began to discounted his report and I immediately began to uh, mock him mercilessly, I guess is probably the right way to say that. And in looking at some of his reasons as he began to explain what was on his mind, his biggest concern is the rumors that the Note 9 is not really going to be that much of a redesign. And uh, if you're on Twitter and you're uh, interested in being nerdy and geeky like us, um, there's a, a cat literally in this case a cat his avatar photo is of a feline uh, named ice universe and he's a very noted um, Samsung leaker and he tweeted uh, either late last night or early this morning I saw it early this morning uh, that Samsung's mobile profits and electronics were down 40% now this is unsubstantiated at this point so I take it with a grain of salt but what he's pointing to is basically that s9 and s9 plus sales have kind of disappointed a little bit because it was mostly a refresh it was not necessarily a redesign or uh, a new uh, feature set that brought a lot of value to why people would want to upgrade from the s8 and I think that pretty much uh, bore out by and large with most of the reviews including ours which uh, the title of which was uh, something to the effect of great but boring and that's kind of where Samsung was at with these devices there they're really good like you should absolutely consider buying one if you're looking for a new phone but if you're looking to upgrade from a previous generation or the most immediate previous generation then probably not as interesting to you because there's not enough differentiation there and the Note 9 sounds like at least from early leaks that it's going to be much of the same with the Note 8 so if you own a Note 8 probably not going to get a ton different in the Note 9. Now, will there be some new upgrades? Yes, of course. Latest generation processor, probably improved storage, probably improved RAM, uh, maybe a few tweaks to the camera, etc., etc., Bluetooth, uh, stylus, who cares? The real differentiator is probably going to be in the second consecutive generation. So the aforementioned Galaxy S10, S10 Plus, and presumably the Note 10. This also is the 10-year anniversary of Samsung's mobile product offerings, much like the iPhone 10, was kind of Apple's, uh, here's our next, you know, the revolutionary changes, future of mobile world, blah, 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 face ID sucks, all this. And Samsung's probably going to do something very similar. So they may be, in fact, saving some of their tech. They may be saving some of their really cool stuff 
for the S10 and for the Note 10 because they wanna make a big splash. It would not be entirely out of the realm of possibility that was to, this was to take place. So things like an under glass fingerprint scanner, which originally may have been slated for the Note 9, might not make it in there. Samsung might say, hey, save some money, save some parts, and throw that in the S10 and really make a big splash at the top of the year next year, 2019. Bada bing, bada boom, get your bottom dollar, get more upgrade dollars. In a similar vein, the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL, I'm not ashamed and embarrassed to say, I, I am kind of a little bit ashamed to say, but I'm probably not going to be buying the Pixel 3 XL, which was almost as much of a foregone conclusion as it was that Sean P was going to buy the Note 9. Like, that's just what we do. That's who we are. We get a new phone every year, and I buy the Pixel, and he buys the Note, and we call it a day. But the Pixel 3 XL design is not good. At least to my eyes, the design is really not good. The notch serves no function, no purpose whatsoever, and yet Google has decided to follow the trend and include it. Um, I mentioned this in one of my tech vlogs recently, which you can get to if you click the link in our bio to head on over to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed while you're there. But I mentioned in my tech vlog, no notch for me. Like, I'm not... No Pixel 3 for me. I'm not, I'm not interested in this faux use of screen technology. Like, it makes no difference, really, to me that the notification shade or bar or whatever you want to call it is now a part of the screen and doesn't have to get pushed down into the viewable landscape or portrait area. Like, I just don't care about that. I don't worry about those things because generally they recede when I'm watching video content, so it's not an issue. And when I am watching video content on a notch device for something that isn't notch supported, it looks like crap. My iPhone 10 review is very critical of the iPhone 10 for that. When you go full screen on YouTube, you get a notch in your video. That is seriously not cool. And I don't see a reason why Google, out of all of the OEMs, would feel the need to follow this trend. Yes, LG needed to do it. Yes, OnePlus needed to do it because they are not big enough to be able to say, we're going to go ahead and just sell millions of phones anyways. Samsung is. They've got their design language. Hey, no notch. It's great. Full screen. We can do it. The iPhone's an S9. It's a nice little phone. It has no notch. And I say little knowing that it has like a 5.8 inch display, which is crazy in the size of essentially the Galaxy S7, which we traded in for her. So it's it can be done. It can be done. People don't want the notch. Just because Apple sold a bunch, and by a bunch I don't mean a ton, but they sold quite a few compared to Android OEMs. Like, the iPhone 10, I think, was a mild disappointment by Apple standards, and that mild disappointment would probably be the greatest selling year in any other smartphone OEM's history except for Samsung, so, and maybe Huawei. The, the real deal is that Android OEMs were copying, and there's, they're unabashed about that. That's just put it out there and call it what it is like we are copying because people seem to buy the iPhone 10 nobody cares about that notch so we're just going to put a notch in our phones say we have a bigger screen and call it a day it's lazy design and it's poor design and it's a bad choice by these OEMs and Google has followed that trend and I'm disappointed in that having said that the rumored leaks of the Pixel 3 with its much smaller but much more elegant design no notch, 5.4 inch display. It's basically a miniature Pixel 2 XL. 
And that's good. The Pixel 2 XL's design language is excellent. Smaller bezels than the OG. It's got front-facing speakers still, which kind of makes up for the bezel in a little bit of ways. And in this case, I may in fact be strongly considering if I do decide to upgrade and more on that in a moment, but if I do decide to upgrade, it's probably going to be for the smaller phone. I am a little bit at my edge with the Pixel 2 XL. I like its size. I don't love it. I would be okay with a smaller phone, and I was okay with a smaller screen size in the Pixel XL, the OG version, even though the bezels were massive when compared to modern smartphone design. But it had a 5.5-inch display. The Pixel 3 XL is rumored to have a 5.4-inch display, so there's not that much less screen real estate. It's just a much, much smaller footprint and would still retain, presumably, its IP67 water and dust resistance rating. It would still retain front-facing speakers. It would still retain a modern smartphone look without a notch, and that's great. Now, I may end up deciding to keep my Pixel 2 XL for a little bit longer simply because with Google's extended warranty because of all the LG display issues, that means if something were to happen to my phone or if it just didn't age well or if I finally did get burning on my display, I get an RMA. I call Google, I get an RMA, and I send it back and I get a new phone. Done. Problem solved. Google's warranty is all-encompassing, and while I may be without a smartphone for a little while, well, let's be honest, I've got like seven phones at the house. I'm not ever going to be without a smartphone for a while, but I may be without my Pixel for a while, but ultimately I might end up getting a refurb or I might get a brand new device or I might get my same device back again. Who knows? But the end result is, is I will get satisfaction from Google because I have a two-year warranty. So maybe I don't upgrade and maybe Sean P doesn't upgrade. And I don't know what that means for the future of smartphones. If we as tech enthusiasts and as avid watchers of the mobile space aren't looking to upgrade, and on Reddit and our Google Pixel, there are a lot of people who I can tell feel the same way. If they're not upgrading, who is? The modern smartphone consumer is probably going to walk into a Verizon store, an AT&T store, or a T-Mobile store, and just buy whatever the salesperson tells them, or they'll get the upgraded version of what they're getting. But I don't think that's going to have a very positive effect on Android smartphone sales in this year, in 2018. So that's it. That's the show for today. That covers all the rumors and things and some thoughts on uh, what these might mean for Sean P. and I. Thanks for listening. Again, as always, remember you can find all of our content over at silicontheory.com. Follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have uh, pictures going up every day on the Instagram feed. Those automatically get republished to Twitter, and oftentimes I'll just throw some random thoughts that I have out on Twitter, so make sure you're following us there. And as I mentioned before, you can use the link in our bio to get over to our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. We've got a lot of video content always coming out, so make sure you check that out. We appreciate you again. If you listen this long, again, you are my favorite, as always. And remember, we will. Talk tech soon.